My name is Blythe, and today I want to talk about creative blocks, the annoyance of them, and some different strategies that I have found to sort of move past them and find yourself creatively in this COVID world that we're now living in. And of course, I'm talking about uh, the global pandemic that has been sweeping every industry and every aspect of our lives over these last few weeks. And it's actually been a few weeks since I've created a podcast, since I've created a video. And that's pretty much the ethos of why I have it created is because of everything that's going on. And then also uh, the the growing demand of website services, of IT services, of everybody coming out of the woodwork to inquire about using these kind of services. And, and, and if you're new to my channel, if you're new to this show, that's exactly what I provide is I provide website services, uh, web design development, uh, creative content plans, things like that. And over these last few weeks, it's everybody is working from home now. And so I think that there's a, almost like a sentiment that people have more time to devote to these projects that they should have devoted a long time. Uh, 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 they should have devoted their time to a long time ago. Uh, but here we are. And over these last few weeks, I haven't been able to create anything. One, because I'm so physically and just mentally drained by the end of the day because I'm providing and I'm giving so many of these services to other companies. And I, I don't mean that to come off in a bad way because there's so many people and I, and I feel a, a, a tremendous amount of guilt because of this, because there are so many creatives out there and so many business owners that are facing a, an uncertain future. They're, they're, they, they don't know what's going to happen with their services and with their business. So I've almost felt guilty of even complaining about this overworked situation that I find myself in. And I find myself in it because I'm afraid to turn down projects. And I, 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 I'm afraid to pursue my own personal little side hustles because I have to protect where the number one source of my income is coming from right now. And that is through web design and, and development services, creative writing, content marketing services for other people and other companies. And so when our, everybody else has all the more time to devote to it, I have to then devote myself to that as well. And what happens is that my own personal projects, my own personal passion projects, which helps fuel my creative drive for other companies, I haven't been able to find that over the last few weeks for myself. And I just feel so emotionally drained and with everything that's going on. And then couple in the, the fact that I, I have to do so much work for other people. Now it brings me into a situation where I have just, when I have had the time to create, I don't know what to do. I don't know. I spent months creating a content plan and crafting up this entire vision for 2020. And that is now pretty much out the window. I can't use a lot of that same content that I had planned. So now I have to pretty much start fresh, not just for me, but for all of my clients. So personally, I'm, I'm feeling very overworked, afraid to say no, feeling guilty for my out of work friends. I'm also just consumed with the needs of others. So I think all of those have led to a big creative block when it comes to my own projects and thus has started a rippling effect of the creative projects that I'm getting paid for that I, you know, I'm one of the lucky ones that actually is still getting paid for creative work. So it's so very important for me to be able to, to have those passion projects because those then fuel the client projects that I need 
to sustain my income. And I, I just realized that I was start, I was suffering from a creative block. And I think any person who works in creative, you go through this at one point or another, probably several points, either through procrastination or you just, you know, you find some things like the shiny new project syndrome, which I am guilty of so much where you have a new project and you focus on it you dive deep into it for a couple weeks and then you take a step back and then something else is shiny and you want to go and you want to dive into that project before fully finishing the one before and that's where I want to talk about in this video is is it's overcoming those creative problems or those creative blocks and how you can use your own personal experience to fuel yourself into that next threshold because that's all really that's what a lot of us are going to have to do over these next couple months these next you know few weeks however long this virus is taking over the the way things work for us in our everyday lives going to the grocery store visiting family going to the beach all of these things are now affected and we all are going through this together which is a little bit of a positive so we're all readjusting together instead of just normally when you suffer through a creative block it's usually just you and yourself and nobody else that's going through it. So I think that there's almost a little bit of comfort in knowing that you're you're going through a creative block with other people. But just for, I mean, for me, it was, and if you allow me to, to get personal as if I haven't gotten personal already on the show or in this podcast, but for, for me, I just moved into a new house. I just moved into a new space. And now, as soon as we get the house ready to start having people over, then the virus hits and we can't have anybody over. So it's going to be months before we can even have a visitor in the new house. But then you're also just, it's almost like this culmination of, I don't even think I said that word right, but you know what I'm trying to get at. It's almost like this, just this environment where you feel surrounded by boxes both mentally and physically and now that we've physically cleared out all of the boxes from the house now i'm still surrounded by boxes in my own brain so this past week was incredibly challenging for me it was it, it was the, the first time i've cried over this global pandemic I, I i i just went outside and just cried and i that was the moment that i told myself that i you need a break you need a break from working you know 14 17 hour days over these past few weeks and you need to take this time for yourself and stop saying yes to everyone. Stop saying, I'm going to get that to you tomorrow. I'm going to get that to you the next day. And and so for me, that's what really helped through this creative block this week. Because after I cried, that was the moment that I told myself that, okay, step away. You need to stop saying yes to everybody. I turned off my phone. I turned off email. I turned off text messages because clients will try to reach you every single way that they can. And I poured myself a drink, a very strong bourbon drink. You know, those Yeti cups, the big, huge, like 32 ounce Yeti cups. That's what I poured. So I poured that for myself and I sat on my new porch and I bought a $30 hammock off of Amazon and it has been the single best purchase that I have ever made because that is the space that I needed to relax, to unplug from everything. And as soon as I was about halfway through that 32 ounce Yeti cup, I was feeling pretty good, feeling really good actually. And that's when I pulled out my notebook and I started to write. And this was the first time in weeks that I have actually 
just wrote, just freely wrote. And this is, writing is, is something that I have always tried to do. I, I've, I've done nearly every single day since I was a kid, since he had those little, I don't know if any of you are, are old enough to remember, but we used to have this little gadget called a Dear Diary. And it was almost like a old school, really like an old school flip phone. And it had a case and you'd flip it open and you'd, you'd type it in. It was password protected so nobody else could read your diary. But I took that thing with me everywhere and I wrote in it all the time. And that's really when I first started to fall in love with writing. And that's been such a part of my daily exercise for everything that I've done up until just recently. And really up, up until whenever you find yourself in a creative block. And as soon as I sat down in that hammock, started drinking. The idea started flowing and the first time in weeks, I actually started to write about things that mattered personally to me. So it got me to thinking, there's gotta be a lot of other people that are suffering from a creative block as well. And so it, it's almost, what is a creative block? I started asking myself this and because I always just thought of it as something that you just mentally push through. That it may, you don't have a good day today, but you'll have a better day tomorrow. And so you can try again tomorrow. Well, my try again tomorrow turned into weeks and it almost turned into a month of not writing anything and not creating anything. And for someone like me, that that's, it feels like a lifetime ago. And so I got into researching, especially for this, this video topic, because I, I, I've had to throw my entire content plan out the window. And so this is the first idea that came to mind. So I thought that maybe what I've been suffering through and the research that I did, maybe that can help you in your journey as if you find yourself sort of stuck in a similar position, whether you're an artist or whether you're a writer, whether you're, if you're creating content, you probably have found it extremely difficult to do so over these last few weeks. And so when I started researching this video, there are three main causes that cause creative block. And, and we're going to also talk about how others overcome it. Self-doubt is the first one, and I think a lot of us can definitely speak to self-doubt because what do you create in a time like this? What do you create? Do you create something funny? Do you do you create something meaningful? Do you do you, do you create anything? It, it, it's it's a question that or questions that I've gone through my head several times, and then it moves into the next big cause for creative block, and that's lack of motivation. And I think all of us have definitely experienced all of these things with self-doubt and lack of motivation because you just get so mentally drained. And for me, I, I have to tell myself, you know, to, to, to step away. And, that, and that's what really helped this way is that it, or this week is that the lack of motivation that disappeared when I actually took a step away. And then the next one, I don't know if this one sort of applies now, but criticism and rejection, that is the other big main cause of creative block. And I think criticism and rejection can more speak to normal times. I think self-doubt and lack of motivation, those first two reasons are, are what is going to be affecting the overwhelming majority of people who are creating content right now. I, I hate to even be, I guess, sort of blasé about this, but the, the solution to these creative blocks ultimately resides in you and it's unique to you. So I'm going to share what personally worked for me these over these last few weeks. And then besides the bourbon and laying on a hammock, <laughs> there's a few other options that actually helped me. And then I'm also going to share 
a couple links in the show notes to a couple more talks. Um, there was a couple more videos that I found that were really insightful, really helpful, especially for the artist, especially for like a, you know, a philosophical thinker, um, like I like to consider myself at times. But there are a lot of common solutions, but you have to pick which ones are going to work for you because ultimately your creative block is unique to you. So here we go. Let's share a few tips that helped me get over this Rona because Jesus, it has thrown a wrench into everyone's plans and to everyone's lives. And I think I, you know, speak for everyone when I say that we hope that we can just get back to whatever this new normal is going to look like. But until then, if you find yourself stuck in a creative block, the first thing you want to do is give yourself a break. That porch time that I shared with you earlier, that was crucial to me, finding even just an idea to create something out of. And if you don't have, if you don't give yourself a break, if you're your own worst enemy, then you're only going to continue to to be in this perpetual state of negativity and self-doubt. And then that's going to lead to even more lack of motivation and why should I even bother creating today? So I think that that is one thing that you definitely need to do is give yourself a break. The next one, which is probably the most important one that I found is to unplug. This weekend was my first weekend that I spent unplugging. I I didn't want to check social media. I didn't want to see another person go live as if I care. And kudos to the people who are still out there, who are going live, who are just trying to be creative, trying to make content and, and, and be entertaining. But for me, most of the time, the lives are just annoying. You spend the first 15, 20 minutes giving shout outs to everybody who's joining the live. And it just, it, it gets, oh, it's just annoying. I, I, I'm not a fan of it. I'm a, a YouTube person at heart where I like to search for exactly what I want to search for. And I want to watch exactly the topic that I'm searching for. I don't want to spend the first 15, 20 minutes of a video watching you give shout outs to everybody who is joining. It's just chill with the lives. Unless you're going to have something meaningful to put out, I think a lot of people should just reconsider going live before they do. Unplugging. So ignoring social media has been uh, one of the bigger things. Like I have a very bad habit of waking up first thing in the morning and the first thing I do is check Twitter because I want to see what the latest news happened overnight and what's going on, you know, globally with the pandemic. Is it getting better? Is it getting worse? A lot of the times it's getting worse. So it just affects my mood. It starts my it starts the day out wrong. It starts the day out with a negative tone to it. And and I want to be more purposeful, especially when it comes to the morning because that's when you're the most creative. So that is, uh, let's take that tip and move it into the next one because you want to be able to look for the hope and the love in everyday things. As corny as that sounds, starting off your day with social media will prevent that from happening. And so you really want to look for the little things that give you hope, the little things that, that give you the ability to look forward to the future when we're all not quarantined and stuck in our homes and not being able to, to go and, and do anything. And, and I think that another tip that really helps me is to self-medicate but responsibly. And I use this word responsibly because I've talked about bourbon a few times during the show already and I'm about to talk about it again because that has really freaking helped is to pour a drink. We're on air. I've told my boyfriend we are on airport rules right now where if we've had a rough day, 11 a.m., it's okay to pour a drink. 
I think it's okay to pop a glass of champagne. Look for those everyday little bits of hope. And if you can't find it, maybe you can create it with a little bit of something extra. And other little bits of something extra, you can always use, a, you don't have to drink alcohol if alcohol is not your, your forte. There are other methods of self-medicating. You can read a book, you can take a walk, you can ride a bike, you can also uh, explore CBD. That's another big one that's been helping me. Uh, medical marijuana, if you have the license. I can't wink, but I think you understand what I mean when I say uh, if you have the license. Uh, also supplements. Uh, there are a couple new supplements that I've tried that I have really liked. I don't know if it's going to work for you. I don't know if this is condoned by the FDA. I just know you can buy it on Amazon and someone else told me that it was good to use. So uh, one of those things is called Lion's Mane. It helps with creative thinking. It helps with beating back those negative thoughts. And also kava. I know there's sort of a trend with like a lot of like kava bars opening up where it's almost like a tea that you drink and it helps calm anxiety, it helps calm your nerves, um, helps you gain uh, focus, clarity, things like that. But you can also take it in a supplement form. So if you don't have one of those kava bars around you, and you probably don't because they're all uh, either on hiatus or closed right now, <coughs> excuse me, if you can, and that was not Corona, by the way, that was just something that's caught in my throat. Um, but if you can, go to Amazon, buy Lion's Mane or Kava. They're both available and have really helped on like those especially high stress days when you know you need to get work done and you don't really want to have the outside world sort of, you know, just clouding your everyday judgment. Also speaking of the outside world, noise canceling headphones will be your best friend. Now, I happen to live in an urban area where there's a lot of people, you know, driving by, walking by, and it's great for people watching. Um, but it also can be a little conflicting if you're trying to just, you know, sit out on the porch and read or, you know, just enjoy the silence. That's probably not going to happen when you live in a busy neighborhood. So noise canceling headphones are super clutch and you can put on a little playlist. You can put on I don't know, instrumental, anything that helps you get focused, those noise canceling headphones are really going to come in key. And I think that that's also, it will give you the license to start working on other things that maybe you haven't been, that's been on the back burner for a while. Like for me personally, once I put on them headphones and I started writing, it started really just getting the creative juices flowing and it made me want to revisit older projects. And revisiting those projects actually fueled the creativeness for other current projects that I've needed to focus my time and energy on as well. So for, for me personally, working on a new cosplay, that's just coming soon. I can't tell you the character yet, but that's coming soon. So working on a new cosplay and, and figuring out the, the inner working details of that has really helped. Also taking a look at my Peru travel diary. I've been talking about this, making a travel diary for this trip for that I took a year ago. Um, and so opening up a lot of those photos and videos, it really just, one, it made me really miss traveling. It made me really miss going after those just having, I think, I think having the freedom to be able to book a trip. And so that one was a little bit of like a uh, good and bad because I'm looking at all of these places that I've been and, 
particularly with Peru, and it was one of those situations where you just miss traveling and you reminisce about it. But I also think that that's a good thing, too, that you can reminisce about a place that you've been that hopefully you can go in the future, maybe not in the next few months, but hopefully, you know, soon the, the those things will be lifted. But revisiting old back burner projects has actually helped my current project. So I think that those are some of my my bigger tips is to give yourself a break, unplug, look for hope, love, and everyday things, self-medicate responsibly, and work on those back burner projects because I think all of those combined have really helped me, not in just my client workload, which protects my income, but it also helps in just personal everyday life where you don't feel like you're going as stir crazy when you have something that you're passionate, that you're working on. And, and even if you have found your industry sort of decimated after Corona, I mean, it, there are a lot of industries that have been decimated because of this. I think that using this time to invest into another creative project or another creative sector that you've been wanting to dive into, using this time to invest and to make yourself a multi-tool player is going to be so, so key for in the future. And for me, it's video editing. I've been wanting to start editing video more often, not just for TikTok, but just for my own personal, you know, YouTube or or just helpful tutorials in the future. Um, I still think that kind of content is coming for me and hopefully it'll help, you know, you guys out as well. But it's just doing all of these little things adds up to one big thing. And I think that that's one thing that we can't lose sight on is, is you got to be able to give yourself a break and you have to be able to know what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And, and that is so clutch to getting over this creative block and whether it's a huge creative block that you're suffering with, with a bunch of people right now, or it's a creative block that you'll suffer in the future. Not one thing is going to work for you. You're going to have to try a variety of different solutions and you're going to have to battle through it. And I think that that's overwhelmingly, that's what's going to result at the end of all this is that you're going to have people that are going to sort of rise from their challenges and, and you don't want to be the type of person that just sits and, you know, what is it that Maya Angelou used to always say? She was like, you can't, can't play catch your entire life with one, you know, with gloves on, on both hands. You got to be able to throw some stuff back. And I, I butchered that quote, but she said something along those lines of not being, basically not taking a bunch of shit and not being able to give anything back. So use this time to focus on either what you're super passionate about and if your career and if you're what you've spent an overwhelming majority of your life maybe working towards, if that looks like it's in danger, especially after this is all over, use this time to invest into something else, into something else that you're that you can use that creative energy. Because if you are a creative person, you're not going to be creative in just one area. You're going to be creative in a bunch of different areas. And so it's just a matter of just learning that new craft and honing that new craft. It's scary to start something new. It's scary to practice something new, but that's ultimately what you're going to have to do because you're going to make yourself more valuable in the end. And for these companies and for these businesses that are going to be looking to start hiring, hopefully, and when this is all said and done, you can be the person that can be the multi-tool player for them. So I hope that a lot of these tips maybe have helped you. <sighs> but goodness, I, I don't know that it'll work for everyone, but I hope that some of them did work. And uh, I do want to leave you with a little bit of positivity uh, for you today because there was this woman and it's going around as, as someone who wrote this in like 1869 and then, uh, you know, quote unquote, surfaced again during the Spanish flu pandemic. And that's actually false. 
boss, this woman who uh, Kitty O'Meara from Wisconsin wrote this beautiful poem that just really hit a nerve with me and I hope that it, it does for you too. And so I'll leave you with this. And then from there, I hope that you guys, you know, just stay safe, stay healthy, um, stay productive and work through those creative blocks. And now for the poem from Kitty O'Meara. And people stayed at home and read books and listened and they rested and did exercises and made art and played and learned new ways of being and stopped and listened more deeply. Someone meditated, someone prayed, someone met their shadow, and people began to think differently. And then people healed. And in the absence of people who lived in ignorant ways, dangerous, meaningless, and heartless, the earth also began to heal. And when the danger ended and people found themselves, they grieved for the dead and made new choices and dreamed of new visions and created new ways of living and completely healed the earth just as they were healed.